0: Staying on track in your presentation or in your speeches can often be really difficult, whether it's because you're really nervous and you just lose your way, or whether you're actually confident. But because of your confidence, you kind of just go with the flow and therefore you lose where you're trying to take your audience. In today's extra special lockdown live recording that I did, I talk about how do you stay on track? How do you ensure that you don't lose your place? And how do you prepare your speaker's notes so you can stay on track? The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Hello, hello, hello. This is Lockdown Live number three because we're still in lockdown. But really, I'm in Brisbane and I have nothing to complain about in terms of lockdown, so I won't. But as I said the last couple of days, I am making lockdown lemonade out of lockdown lemons. And since I'm at home, my time is a little bit, no, I'm not going to say it's softer. My time and my resources are a little bit more 100% in my control. So I'm jumping online to do some more lives. So welcome to Lockdown Live number three, where today I'm going to continue going through the tips that I've been sharing, all from my 15 game-changing tips game-changing tips for confident and impactful presentations. I'll give you a link to that book at the end of the session if you haven't already got it. And on Monday I started with my top tips for calming your nerves. Yesterday I talked about how to engage your audience or in other words how not to be boring. And today what I want to do is talk about how to stay on track because one of the things that People tell me who want to improve their speaking ability and their ability to really drive change in their conversations is they struggle with staying on track. They get so excited about their message that they can get lost in the detail, or they forget like that end point that they're taking themselves or they're taking the audience to. So that's exactly what I want to talk about today. And it's interesting. I find that there are two key, there seem to be two key causes, if you like, of not being able to stay on track. The first is still those nerves, those nerves that we talked about on Monday, where that increased heart rate, that fear of being judged, that fear of not getting it all right, has you lose your place and so you don't stay on track. But funnily enough, It's the confident and the outgoing and the gregarious people who can sometimes struggle with staying on track. Speaking of gregarious, the old Brian Vadas has just popped up on one of the streams. Hello, Brian. And even those of us, myself included, when we get so caught up in, well, we know our stuff, right? And we're not shy. And so we launch into a presentation thinking that, oh, yeah, we've got this under control. And all of a sudden we find that we're rambling and we've lost where we were trying to take our audience and we've lost track. And whilst we might look confident and under control talking to our room or talking from a stage, we haven't hit those impact measures. We haven't taken our audience on a journey. So it's from those two perspectives that I'm talking about today, that that nerves perspective as well as that confident perspective. I know, right, Laura, story of my life, as well as that confident but suddenly lost it perspective. So let's get started. The first tip that I have, and this is going to actually sound really funny to most people, but the first tip I have for staying on track is counterintuitive and it's no scripts. When we write a script, it's largely because we think we need to get all of the words in. And so we write a word-by-word script to make sure that we capture all of the thoughts, all of the ideas, all of the messages, all of those key, pithy, smart comments. And then when it comes to delivering them, we lose our place. We hear ourselves sounding really stiff and boring, which then creates even more nerves. And as soon as we lose our place in that script because you can't memorise a script, even actors don't film whole pieces all at once. In fact, they do multiple takes. But for some reason, we think as speakers that we can memorise, I don't know, a 20-minute speech. That's insane insane and so when we do that when we try to memorize a script and we lose our place because we're focusing on the words not on the essence of our speech we lose our place I'm going to talk in my third tip today about what to do instead of instead of scripts but I'm curious who writes out a script first who writes out their full discussion now, interestingly enough, the last two Facebook Lives that I've done this week, my the last two lockdown Lives, because I prepared them on the weekend, I did actually write out a script. I was using a template and so I was just quickly jotting down all of my thoughts. And because as I was jotting down all of my thoughts, I started having a conversation with myself and all of a sudden I had a script and all of a sudden I found that I was stiff and I was stilted and I wasn't being me. And I was losing where I was trying to take you when you were watching the Facebook Lives. So this is one of those things that it's actually a really tempting crutch to fall back on. Oh, I'll just jot down some thoughts and I'll create this script. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't use a script. Don't write a script. Don't prepare a script. And if you must do a whole stream of consciousness to kind of clarify your thinking. That's fine, do it. But then prepare your notes completely differently and separately. So that's tip number one, no scripts. Tip number two, as confusing as it is, tip number two is three key messages. Not five, not one, but three. Now, This is a rule that can be broken sometimes, but it can be broken down as as in, you can sometimes have less than three key messages, but no more, no more than three key messages. So why is this? First of all, a lot of time when you lose your place, when you lose your place in a presentation or in a, even in a meeting, it's because you're not clear On the three messages that you're trying to get across and in fact you feel like you have to get all of the things across you have to get all of the data out of your head and into the minds of your audience so you can change their mind you can persuade them to take the action that you want it's exhausting for you but it's mind-bogglingly exhausting for your audience the human brain is only designed to carry and handle x number of chunks at any particular time and trust me Your presentation today is not the only thing that your audience is dealing with. And so when you try to go more than three key messages, not only is it too much for your audience to deal with, but it's too much for you to contain and deliver in an impactful presentation. And this is one of those key things that even confident people like me or I've got other people um, in the Impactful Presenter's Program. In fact, there's one woman in particular, Corinne, who She, where every time she got into one of the hot seat sessions, all of the other participants were just blown away by how good she was because she could speak so confidently about her topic. But when I asked her, why are you here? She said, Kat, because I can talk for hours about my topic, but it's not necessarily impactful because I just kind of talk and it sounds really interesting, but I'm not making any points. So, three key messages helps you contain your conversation to the key things that you want your audience to take away and it helps your audience to remember the key messages that you're delivering them. Now before I jump on to point number 3, Laura asks a fantastic question. Why do we get taught to do that? Why do we get taught to write a script? It's a ripper of a question, Laura, because I work with my Uh, 13-year-old son when he has to do presentations and poor kid, he did not inherit my confident public speaking gene. And he is one of those people who hates public speaking more than anything else. And so he will write out his entire speech and then cut it up and paste it onto the palm cards. I think part of where we, where or why we're taught to do that is because we watch TED speakers or we watch TED talk speakers and they're kind of held up as the epitome of a of an impactful presentation and while TED talks are fantastic they are really scripted and so we think that a good speech is a word perfect speech but actually a good speech is one that moves is one that inspires change, is one that has people wanting more and wanting to do more. So for me, an impactful presentation isn't about being word perfect, it's about being essence perfect. It's about connecting and it's really hard to connect when you're reading a script. So if tip number one is no scripts, if tip number two is key messages, then tip number three, use these things to write and to prepare your presentations. Now, I've said that you only want three key messages in any presentation, in any speech that you're delivering. And I've said to not use scripts. If you use post-it notes and a Sharpie, you have to keep your messages, I'm trying to get that so the light catches it, you have to get your messages in big writing and brief. You can't write heaps of detail. You just have to write prompters. Now, for most nervous speakers, they freak out about this because they're still focused on that word perfect presentation. They still focus on but i've got to get all of the exact information out think about the role of a speech or a presentation or a meeting it's a conversation it doesn't have to deliver every last detail the reason you speak in a meeting deliver a video like this deliver a keynote presentation from a stage is not to share every single thing that you know with your audience. It's to have them wanting more and it's to have them want to take the next step. And so those really powerful speakers that you've seen talk in big chunks of information that you can easily absorb, take in and remember, not in the detail. And where they do use the detail, it's purely and simply because it's an academic piece, which you would have some slides for. Or it's key figures, key figures, not all the figures, but key figures to validate your point. So when it comes to preparing your notes on sticky notes like this, and I'm serious, my entire presentation here is done on post-it notes, stuck on my computer right now because I don't have any blank pages left and I can't leave the house to get any. But when you do it on post-it notes with a Sharpie, you are forced to bring your notes up to a meta key message chunk level, not into the detail. Two, when you do it on post-it notes, you can actually then start moving it around and you can develop your flow a little bit better. So yesterday when I talked about how to engage and not bore your audience, I said don't do death by PowerPoint. This is how I prepare my presentations first. I do them all on post-it notes first and then if I need a PowerPoint presentation to support, I'll do the slides that add to the PowerPoints. But my speaker's notes, they're pages with post-it notes. Quick tip. If you are putting your pay, your speaker's notes of post-it notes into a folder or something like that, make sure you're using a dark marker. That's not quite dark enough. Make sure you use a dark marker And if you're putting them inside plastic sleeves, just check that you can read them when you're under bright stage lights. Ask me how I know about that. Yes, there's been the odd time when I've got up on a stage and I can't read my own notes because the stage lights do funny things. So, you know, good black marker is always pretty awesome. So they're my three tips. No scripts, key messages, only three, only three key messages. And prepare your speakers' notes with a sticky notes and a sharpie. Cause it just rocks that way. Now, if you're not already a member of my little Facebook group, I highly encourage you to come along and join us. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash speaking confidence. I'm posting the address right here in the comments there are some quick questions that i'll ask you so you can get automatic membership why do i suggest that you come along there well cuz i kind of have these conversations over there a lot more frequently than just in lockdown and i'm post a whole lot of other videos resources tips tricks etc so if you're looking to boost your speaking confidence then that is the place to go the other resource that you might like is the ebook from where these tips are all coming from and that is my 15 game-changing tips for confident and impactful presentations because I don't know about you but I honestly feel like the ability to speak with confidence and to deliver impactful presentations I reckon for me and I don't make my living out of speaking but for me that is the most powerful skill and I have in my toolkit because these skills though I teach them from a public speaking perspective, I use them in pretty much every meeting I host, every meeting that I participate in, when I need to influence change, when I need to get people to do something, everything, everything that I've been able to achieve in my professional career comes back to being able to speak with confidence and present with impact. Finally, the other thing that I want to let you know about is that my 12-week, well, I shouldn't say my 12-week because it's new, a new 12-week Impactful Presenter's Masterclass starts next Saturday, the 14th of August. Registrations will open this Sunday. It's 12 weeks of goodness. It's all online because God knows we can't do anything in real life anymore. But no, seriously, it's all online because that's how busy our lives are these days. And I take you through everything that you need to know from the foundations, whether you're a nervous and knowledgeable speaker, all the way through to facilitating magic. It basically condenses 25 years of my professional experience as a speaker, facilitator, moderator and general just, you know get shit done person into a 12-week masterclass. So stay tuned for the information of that. And, of course, that group is the best way to stay in touch with what's happening. If you've got any more questions, pop them into the comment box below. The recording for this will be available shortly, and I'm also releasing the recordings as podcasts because not everybody wants to see it in front of Facebook, which I perfectly understand. I am doing another lockdown live tomorrow because I still have more tips to get through and we're still in lockdown. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about how to find your flow, how to actually feel like you're in the zone when you're presenting and not feeling too stilted or stiff. I reckon it'll probably be around the same time, but stay tuned to whatever social media platform you're watching this on now. um, It will depend on how my real job flows tomorrow. In the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you're having fun doing whatever you're doing. I hope you're well and safe. And here's to confidence and impact. I'll see you tomorrow.